0: My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice and if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga, where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. Thank you. All right, so let's take a moment to come down to your back and settle into the practice today. Make any movements that feel good for you here. Might be just laying down in
1: Shavasana. Noticing your breath. Noticing what wants attention in your body today. and bring the knees in towards the body rocking side to side on the lower back. And then feet down to the floor and start
0: to lift your pelvis a little bit off the ground maybe an inch or two and then lower back down to the ground. So starting with like a very very small bridge pose inhaling to lift the hips up a tiny bit and then exhaling to lower down doing that a couple times and we'll go for about the next minute adding about an inch to the movement each
1: time progressing up the spine making the movement just a little bit bigger each time. Each time you come up, inhaling. Each time you come down, exhaling. And then lower the tail back down to the floor
0: Bring the knees in, one hand on each knee, and now we're just going to move the knees in and out from the body a few times. So as you inhale, you'll press the knees away, creating an arch in your low back. As you exhale, you'll pull the knees in, creating a rounding in your low back. Continue this motion forward and back with your breath. It can be a very small motion. Sometimes that feels better. It could be very big. It's not gonna be a lot of sensation for most of us. It's pretty subtle, but it's going to have your low back feel better throughout the day. We're connecting the pelvis to the low back. So each time the pelvis moves, the low back is in sync with it. They're not moving sort of against each other, creating tension or pressure in the low back. And then again, lower the feet down to the floor, setting up like bridge pose. Heel the spine up one vertebra at a time to bridge pose, and we'll hold in bridge pose this time. Maintaining
1: the lift of the hips, contract the glutes, press down into the arms. And let's create a
0: little more engagement here. Energetically slide your heels back towards your body and push your knees forward, creating a little more engagement of the legs, contraction of the glutes to lift
1: a tiny bit higher. All of this helps support the low back a lot. And then we'll slowly lower back down. Now setting up like bridge pose, lift your hips up over to the
0: right and bring your knees into the left for a simple twist here. Arms out into a T, turn the head away from the knees. So in a simple twist, the knees are to the left.
1: Yeah, the tail is down, so we're not in bridge pose anymore. Yeah, sorry. And then we'll come back to center
0: and move the hips to the left, knees to the right.
1: Turn the head away from the knees. So I have a pretty sensitive low back over
0: the years I've had times where it's more sensitive, and basically I'm doing stuff every day in my yoga practice and throughout the day to make sure that it doesn't uh, flare up. So things like uh, symmetrical movements like we've done so far, a lot of symmetrical stuff can be really helpful on the lower back as opposed to asymmetrical stuff where like one leg is doing something different. And then spinal extension like we've done, like bridge pose can be really helpful rather than spinal flexion where we're rounding the back. So we'll do uh, a bit of that today, the spinal extension, the the symmetrical movements, being real gentle with the low back. Come back to center. Bring the knees into the body for happy baby pose, holding outside either the knees,
1: the shins, or the feet. You could stay still, you could rock side to side. You could extend one leg at a time if you want. And then soles of the feet together
0: down to the mat. Supta Baddha supine bound angle pose. Knees are apart, feet are together. And you can have the arms just resting beside you. Arms overhead will increase the spinal extension, so you have a little bit of an arch in your low back if you do that, which, you know, feel it out. If you don't like it, just bring your arms
1: back down. from here we'll bring the knees back together, hug the knees into the body rocking side to side on the back one more time here. The last thing we'll do here is bring the feet to the floor
0: and this movement to engage the core we've done a lot in the past where we'll have the fingers to the hip points and then the fingers move in just an inch or two towards the pelvis And then lift the feet just an inch off the ground to feel that contraction of the pelvic floor muscles and the transverse abdominis. Lower the feet down, let those muscles relax. Again, lifting the feet, contracting those muscles. And then lower the feet, relaxing. And again, lifting the feet, contracting. Maintain that contraction even as you lower the feet down. So you feel the pelvic floor, the core working. The feet are on the floor now, but you're still engaging those deep, stabilizing muscles. Now adding on to that, lifting your feet, uh, bring the shins parallel to the floor, so you're lifting the shins up. And then lift the shoulders, palms face up, lifting the shoulders, reaching the arms forward, so you're in like a sort of crunch position. And then maybe extend the legs forward, so you're in low boat pose, Ardhanavasana. If that's too much on your low back, just have the knees bent more. And then we'll reverse all that, everything back down, feet to the floor, shoulders relax. Feeling all those muscles relax. Engaging again, lift the feet, lift the shoulders, palms face up, reach the arms forward, maybe extend the legs forward. The more you bend the knees, the, gentler, the more gentle this will be on the low back. And then we'll reverse all that, everything back down, all the effort releasing from the body. And again, lifting the feet, lifting the shoulders,
1: extending the arms, and maybe extending the legs. Ardha Navasana, low boat pose. And then knees into the body,
0: hugging the knees in, rock forward and back along the length of your spine.
1: And come all the way up to hands and knees, blanket under the knees,
0: and start to move any way that feels good here, forward, back, side to side,
1: listening to your body, hips, shoulders, neck. And we'll come to hands
0: and knees. Now just like we did with the sort of bridge pose, similar kind of motion, we'll lower the chest down. So normally when we do cow pose, a lot of times you might see there's a little bit of an arch in the low back, even a big arch in the low back sometimes. For what we're doing here, let's keep the low back more neutral and lower the chest down. Shoulder blades together on the back, like cow pose. And then tuck the pelvis in, rounding the low back all the way to a child's pose. So this will be the movement now as you inhale you'll come up to cow pose keeping the low back neutral focusing on the upper back thoracic spine and then exhaling rounding all the way back tucking the pelvis to child's pose. So you can link the breath with that if you want or you can make it a slower movement and always check in with your spine if this particular way I'm teaching it right now doesn't feel good on your back, adjust it so it does feel good, which could be maybe
1: a little bit side to side, maybe a different emphasis in the spine. And then we'll all come back to child's pose, knees apart, big toes touch. Press into the hands to drive your hips back. And then back up to hands and knees.
0: Here we'll move the blanket and come down to the belly. And then here we'll stack the hands, so palms face down, right hand over left or left hand on top, doesn't matter which hand's on top. And then forehead rests on the hands.
1: And here we'll lift the feet. Any amount off the floor, lift
0: the head any amount off the floor, and lift the hands, maybe bringing the hands to the forehead again here, this variation of locust pose, extending the spine, and then we'll lower the head and hands, lower the feet, let all that effort relax from the back. And again lift the feet, Maybe lift the knees even, lift the head, lift the hands.
1: If this is uncomfortable on your low back, make it a smaller movement. And lower everything back down. And one more time, lifting the feet,
0: lifting the hands, lifting the head. And then lower everything back down. Here we'll bring the left arm out in front of you, roll onto your left side, and then the right hand can help you balance here. Now from here, instead of just lifting your right leg like we often do in this class, lift both of your legs, drawing the belly in, and reach the right leg back, left leg forward. So both legs are lifting off the floor, your left hip is down. Put the rest of the leg lifting. And find what feels right for you here, which could be a bigger span between the legs, or smaller, you could move the legs, you
1: could bend the knees if you want, or you could stay still if that feels better. In addition to that, your right arm could be extending out away from the back leg, Or again, your right arm could just be helping you stabilize with the right hand down. Slowly lower the right leg down to the ground behind you if you're lifting it, and then we'll bend the right knee, right knee to the floor
0: in front of you. Left knee bends, reach for the top of the foot with your right hand. If it doesn't quite reach,
1: just go in that direction, so bending left knee, reaching with the hand. You got it. Yeah, you're holding your left foot. Okay. Yeah. Left foot yellow, right hand green. <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll release down to the belly and over to the
0: right side. Right arm extends. Now your left hand can help you balance, stabilize here. You can lean into it as much as you want and then lift
1: both legs off the floor. And left leg back, right leg forward. You could stay right there. Or you can move around, you could bend the knees, you could move the legs, whatever feels natural for you. And then again, you could
0: also extend your left arm in the opposite direction of the left leg,
1: adding more of a Stretch to the QL on the back, the lats on the left side. Now let your left leg lower to the ground behind you.
0: And then bend the left knee. So now the left knee comes to the ground in front of you. Bend the right knee.
1: Reach for the top of the foot with your left hand. Yep. So it's the right leg that's getting the quad stretch and hip flexor stretch. slowly release down, back down to your belly,
0: and then hands under the shoulders here, lifting just the head first using the back stabilizing muscles, and then the hands float off the ground, and then the legs come off the ground. Maybe point the
1: fingers back for locust pose. And then let all of that relax, turn the head to one side, letting go of the effort in the back. And again, hands
0: under the shoulders, lifting the head first, then the hands. Then the legs. Maybe point the fingers back, press the pubic bone down to lift everything else up into locust. So again, higher
1: might aggravate low back stuff, so you can always go a little lower. And then hands down, back to hands and knees, to downward facing dog. Pedal your feet out, easing into down dog.
0: Look forward to the front of your mat and walk up to a forward fold. And knees can bend a lot here. You could hold opposite elbows, you could stay still, you could move. Let go of any effort in the neck. release the hands down and slowly roll up the spine to stand. Here finding a sort of locust pose standing up shoulders towards each other on the back palms face forward lifting the heart and then lean into your right foot and lift the left foot just an inch off the ground and you'll feel those deep core stabilizers work again just like we did on the back Adding on to that starts to bend the knee in towards the body, bringing the left knee in. Just holding here, maintaining that. And notice what has to work in your core if you're leaning a little to the side, keeping your body a little more towards the center, even leaning a little to the left, using the core a little more to support the back. And then lower foot down. Other side lifting the right foot just a little bit and you can feel the pelvic floor the deep transverse abdominus has to engage and then lifting the knee up a little higher And Instead of letting your body lean to the left lean a little bit to the right into the leg This requires a little more engagement of the core a little more support of the back And then back down with the foot Finding locust pose standing up here again, palms face forward, shoulders down the back. Lean into your right foot and let your left toes just touch the floor behind you. And even here, you can contract the left glute, the left thigh, as if you're lifting the leg. And then maybe lift the leg an inch, maybe all the way towards a warrior three or just moving in that direction. Balancing on the right leg, drawing the belly pelvic floor in and creating extension in the spine. We'll come back down and switch sides. Focus your gaze at a single point. Locust pose standing here, right toes touch the floor behind you. Before you even lift the leg, engage the glute and thigh and then lift the leg maybe just an inch or so, maybe all the way towards warrior three. Keeping that long line of energy from the back heel to the crown of the head and the extension of the spine. back to standing reach the arms up overhead catch your left wrist and side bend here to your right let your left hip move to the left shoulders to the right inhale to the center exhale other side let your hips move to the right arms to the left And into the center, bend the elbows, lifting the heart. And bring the hands to the low back like you're bringing your hands down pockets, elbows towards each other, lifting the heart here. And then interlace the hands, fold at the waist, hands interlaced overhead. Bend your left knee and bring your left shoulder towards your left knee, right leg is straight right ribs opening towards the ceiling. Arms straight, instead of letting the elbows bend, we're working a little bit straighter in the arms, and that helps to add a little weight to this to maybe let the arms be a little heavier and the spine decompresses. Switch sides, right shoulder towards right knee, left leg straight, Let go of any effort in the neck here you can even move the head a little bit forward and back and then to the center both legs straight arms still overhead and release the hands down towards the ground step back to down dog. And then down to hands and knees. And then take your blanket under the knees. And we'll do a little bit more hip and shoulder opening here as we start to go into some deeper stretches. So you move your right leg back and draw circles. Moving the right leg through its range of motion and then the opposite direction. And then straight back with the right leg, just like you were balancing a moment ago in that warrior three version. And then we'll lower the right leg down. Other side, left knee starts to make circles. Bending, straightening the leg, anything that feels good, both directions. And then straight back with the left leg. Balancing here. And instead of letting the low back arch like it sometimes does, like I said before, keeping a length in the spine. Engagement of the left glute to support the back. And then lower the knee down. From hands and knees, bring your hands wider apart, which may even be off the mat and keep the hips and legs stable, now moving the shoulders forward, back, side to side, any way that feels good here. Shoulder blades together and apart. Maybe you find a stretch that feels really good, you could stay there or movement that feels really good. You could do that a couple of times. And then we'll come back to center, hands and knees, and bring your right foot forward towards the right edge of your mat. So staying up on the fingertips into a lizard pose here, so the hands are inside of the right foot and you can make this dynamic easing into this if there's a lot of tension here you can always uh, scoot the hips forward, bending the front knee, scoot the hips back, making it a little lighter and then into the pose a little deeper, forward and back a couple of times. And then when you're ready, staying in lizard pose here. Again, you could stay on the hands. If you're feeling a little more flexible here, you could come down to an elbow or maybe even both elbows inside of the foot. Hands back under the shoulders, coming back up, and we'll switch sides. Right leg back, left foot forward, and then here dynamically coming in and out of the posture a couple of times, bending the front knee, straightening it back a bit, doesn't have to be a big movement, and then hands are inside of the left foot staying up on the hands or maybe even down to an elbow. This side might be totally different, so just feel what it needs here. Again, these asymmetrical movements can aggravate low back pain, so if you feel that at all, do less here. And then we'll come back to hands and knees. Now moving the right knee towards the right wrist for pigeon pose, left toes point straight back. And if you prefer, you could do this on your back. You could always do pigeon on your back, the thread, the needle, figure four shape. And here, if you're upright, find an extension in the spine here, almost like a big cobra pose, and then start to walk the hands down to the forearms, maybe stacking the hands and resting the head on the hands. scan the body for any areas of tension here in the feet or the legs, the shoulders, the jaw. Low back is one of those things that reminds us the whole body is interconnected. So when I started my yoga practice, I would have back issues and try to stretch and strengthen the low because so That's where I felt the pain. But it's, it just made things worse because maybe it was already inflamed or irritated. So it's really, we've got to stretch the outer hips. We've got to strengthen the core, we've got to strengthen the deep stabilizing muscles. And then the low back's happy. So it's a little indirect and then we'll come back up to the hands here and then we'll come back to hands and knees make any movements you like in between sides if you're on your back you could stay on your back and just switch sides if you're upright left knee to left wrist to left edge of your mat right toe straight back Finding a spinal extension here, like a cobra pose, and that will set the hips up to fold forward a little more easily. And this side might look different, so feel it out, see what this side needs. So as you come back up, make any movements you like between sides, and we're not between sides anymore, we're done done with both sides. (laughs) And then we'll come back to hands and knees. And down to sitting. So you can sit on your blanket if you want, have your hips a little elevated. And then sitting up tall here, cross-legged, comfortable seated posture, hands on the knees, moving the spine in a big circle. So as you inhale, coming forward, as you exhale, rounding back, almost like a cat pose, and then forward, almost like a cow pose, extending the spine and then rounding the spine. So this one, we don't need it to be a big movement. It can be pretty subtle and gentle. But feeling the spine's ability to move in extension and flexion, and also in these circles. And in the opposite direction, same thing. And then back to center. Hands stay on the knees. Now just moving the spine forward and back. So as you inhale, lift the heart, slight arch in the low back. And then as you exhale, round the spine, chin to chest. It's continuing forward and back a few times like this. Letting the movement go all the way up into the neck and the head. And starting from the pelvis, just like we did in the bridge pose in the beginning so, when the pelvis tilts forward, that creates the arch in the low back. When the pelvis tilts back, that creates the rounding in the low back. And then we'll come back up to center. Hands are your left hand to your left, right arm overhead, side bend. To make this a little more sensational by pressing into your left hand and reaching with your right hand. You could turn the head down or look up at the palm or you could move the neck around a little bit here. And then we'll come back up to the other side, same thing. Emphasizing the space between the ribs on your left side, helping to decompress the tension in the neck and the the back. And then back up to center and rotate to your left, hand to knee, one hand behind you. back to center, rotate to the other side. Find the length in the spine, and as if your back, your spine is leaning against a, a pillar or a post, rotating around that. And then we'll come back to center. Soles of the feet together, knees apart. Lengthen the spine and start to fold at the waist here. Once you already feel the stretch in the inner thighs, it's okay if your back rounds. start to come back up here. So here let's take the blanket and roll it up into a long cylinder shape. So the thicker this is the bigger the roll this is the more intense this thing we're gonna do is. So you could start with maybe halfway see how it feels. so a lot of you know we have the hip flexors the psoas muscle it connects your femur to your spine it's the it's the main muscle that brings your knees in and straightens your legs out and if that's tight or if it's weak it could cause a lot of back pain as well because it could be pulling on the low back or it could be not you know doing its work that if it's weak it's not like uh, extending and, and flexing the knees it needs to or the hip rather so We'll lay on it with with the blanket here. And so you have the blanket just below your belly button or right around that area. And sometimes it's really sensitive, so kind of ease into that, feel around there. If you don't feel anything, you might need to firm up your blanket, make it a little bit firmer maybe even a little thicker and it's totally possible that you're one of the rare people who has no so has tension and you don't feel a lot of sensation here but just having this little bit of pressure on the belly might feel nice and relaxing as well so staying up on the forearms if it's more sensitive or you could come down Stacking the hands resting the head on the hands if you're a little more relaxed for it So I'll tell you when we're halfway through if you want to lean a little bit to one side right so you've got this psoas muscle on each side Uh, You could lean a little bit to the left or to the right and I'll let you know when we're halfway and you could switch sides And if you're leaning to one side, lean to the other side so we're about halfway through And then we'll all come to the center. If you're leaning to one side, come back to the center. And bring your forearms under the shoulders for Sphinx Pose. So adding a little bit of weight onto that. And if you want just a little bit more, hands, palms down. Lifting one elbow then the other, so an extended Sphinx pose. If that's too much on your back, you can maybe walk your hands a little bit forward or just bring the elbows back down if you prefer. Soften the belly. So anywhere that might be holding tension here, slow exhales. And then maybe extend the arms forward a little bit more. If you haven't already, extend the arms forward. Imagine your body just sinking down another layer deeper into the blanket, and then scoot the hands forward a little bit more, belly sinking down into the blanket, softening tension in the internal organs and the hip flexors. And then we'll bring the hands under the shoulders and come back up. Moving the blanket to the side. Come down to your back. here, let your left leg out, bring your right knee in towards the body, shoulders relaxed, belly relaxed. And then switch legs. and then both feet down to the floor. And we did this last week, so we'll bring the right foot behind the left foot from that bridge position. So now your right knee's coming towards the ground and you're stretching the right quad. So the right foot behind the left foot, right knee towards the ground, good. And if you want to add a little more sensation to this, you could bring the left knee in towards the body like you just did, and clasp the hands behind the left shin. So with this one, actually have your foot down to the floor. And so heel towards the tail, not this heel, yeah, there it is, yeah, so the stretch is here. Okay. Yeah. That's it. And then you can just hold the shin here like you were, yeah. Do you feel that over here? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Cool. And then we'll switch legs from here, same thing, other side. Left foot behind the right foot. Starting simple and then maybe adding on, maybe adding the knee in, the right knee in if you want. both knees in towards the body, hug the knees in rocking side to side, if there's any last movements you need to feel complete in your practice please do that, otherwise extend the legs out, Shavasana, setting up your final resting pose. Begin to make small movements of the fingers and toes, hands and feet, wrists and ankles. Maybe stretch the arms overhead or any movements that feel good to eventually come over to your side and then back up to sitting. together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart
1: and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.